Good evening, everybody. I hope everyone's doing fantastic today and you're all having a great evening. This is a Monday edition of the What Would Jeff Do show. And um, we just, there's just so many folks just are really struggling. We decided to add another show on um, just well, for a couple of weeks. We'll see. We'll, 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 you know, we'll see. Um, this show is normally on Wednesdays and Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This week it'll be on Monday and Wednesday. Friday we'll see. Joel will be out of town. So we'll see what happens this Friday. But this is Yikes. And on a Q&A show, um, what happens is uh, you will type in your question. Joel will read it. And then I will answer it. And most of these questions need actually a good amount of answer. Unfortunately, a lot of the answers I have to give are pretty short and sweet. The good thing is we've got full courses. Well, we got first of all, we have free videos on YouTube. We should stay in the free ones. We put we 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 put in lot we put up lots of content on um, Facebook and on Instagram and on TikTok. And, but we also have full courses on Solid Canine Academy. We'll go over Solid Canine Academy and how to navigate that tonight because our Chaos to Calm Leash Reactivity Live course is going to be filming September 5th. It starts at 9 a.m. Found our dogs. You we didn't have, see the We post. actually have two miniature schnauzers. See, a lot of people, it's just, this is what's really funny. Whenever we have big dogs, people are like, oh, do you ever train little dogs? And when we work with these showers, I can just hear it now. People are like, well, this wouldn't work with my Doberman. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's, like, it's like, okay. I know. It's like, watch all of our other leash reactivity courses. And I'm like, it works fine with the Doberman. Um, but these are two dogs from the same family. 10 months, they'll be 11 months old. Shitload of chaos. They've already been to board and train and it came back worse imagine that imagine paying a lot of money a lot of money um and uh, for because there's two dogs and they come dogs come back worse and uh it's definitely not an owner it was not an owner issue it's it's the, definitely the training issue um so and it, and it wasn't even like a, a reward only place there's just a lot of bad boarding trains, a lot of bad dog trainers out there across the spectrum. Yeah. Across the spectrum. So a lot of the people that ask questions will ask questions on um, – what's up? Oh, okay. Let's post a link. Um, they'll ask questions on uh, any stop behaviors. The way that dog training works is you've got two options. You've got yes, you've got no. And if you want your dog to do something, you'll use a reward-based system. And that's where your yes is. If you don't want your dog to do something, that's the no side of things. And you'll use a punitive-based system. A lot of Dog trainers, vets, behaviorists will totally discount, ignore, say you don't need to do the no side of training. They're literally taking 50% of the training 
And the thing that kills dogs the most because of the behavior that they're practicing can't be stopped. They're literally taking 50% of the training and saying it doesn't have to be done. Just, just, just like that. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be done. That's like saying, I want to train for a marathon. All right. So I go to a coach and the coach says, all right, we're going to design a diet plan for you, mm-hmm. a sleeping plan, a meditation plan, and um, a general exercise, you know, weights yeah. plan, flexibility plan, stretches, yeah. mm-hmm. and a running program. And you say, that all sounds great, but I'm not going to participate in the running part of the plan. Mm-hmm. I'll do everything else but the running part of the plan. And you want to actually train for marathons. But 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 hold on here, though. I'm changing my diet. I'm learning how to stretch. I'm starting to lift weights. I'm learning how to meditate. Maybe I'll do some yoga. I'm sleeping better. Isn't that enough to win a marathon? Mm-hmm. Why do I need to do running? Because a marathon just imagine is 26.2 miles of running. That is why. With dog training, it's like, this is what I want my dog to do. And this is what I don't want my dog to do. And they're literally throwing out the protocols, the process on how to stop your dog from doing something. And they'll say that with the reward system of obedience, we can get your dog to stop things. That's like somebody saying to me, you can get me to run a marathon with everything but running. So you're going to hear the truth if you're triggered by the truth. If you're triggered by my non-sugar-coated response, by the truth. well, that's on you. That's not on me. That's on you. So it's so funny about like when you say Robert Kennedy Jr., people are instantly triggered. I'm like, wow, why? Why are you triggered? Like, have you ever listened to his three-hour interviews? Not, not, not the sound bites, not something on CNN where they lie about him, MSNBC where they lie about him. You do know news media organizations lie, like COVID taught us all that, I hope. Hope we've all figured that out by now. That was the, the big, you know, opening up the curtain. You know, it's been going on for a long time. So let's go. You sure? It was a long opening. All right. Oh, I thought I cut it short. Brittany says, hello, everyone. Hey, Brittany. Abdiel hey, says, hi. Chris says, hi. Hello, hello. Hello. Joelle God, those says, are such long questions. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Joelle. I've never seen another Joelle spelled the same way, too. Look at that. Let me see. Joelle. Hello. Pretty Look cool. Look yeah. at that. Look at that. Brittany said, so I don't allow my dogs in the front window. I walked out into the room the other day, and they were looking out the window. Okay. The second they noticed me, they were like, OF, and got down. Okay. Oh, so they have to they have to climb up to get in the window? Yeah. 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 So I don't mind dogs looking out the front window, but if they have to climb up to see out the front window, that's a different story. She, said, she just said I don't allow them to. Yeah. All right. So they know they're smart. They right. know what they can they get away with. Right. Yeah. Next. Um, 
not Connor's train. Here's a question. Are Dane is trained in heel? We just had a baby. Oh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. And now walk him with a stroller and he heals to the stroller yeah. instead of my hip. Thought should he be back on my hip? Yes. I'm 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 very out welcome to the show. I don't think I've seen you before. Congratulations on the baby. Um, I'm very, very outspoken. We do have a baby proofing course, by the way. You might want to look into it. It's at Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. There's a baby proofing course. If you go to list all courses and then you scroll down, you'll find it. I'm a huge advocate and proponent of, I actually say it in the video, the dog should be healing to you, not the stroller. You do say that. Because the next step with many dogs is the dog starts guarding the stroller. And that's the last thing you want the dog to do. Now, some people are like, oh, well, I want the dog to protect the baby. And it's like, your dog is going to bite your next door neighbor. Your dog is going to bite a relative. Your dog might even bite your partner or a family member. The chances of somebody running up and stealing your baby while you're walking it down the street with a dog, did you say Great Dane? Mm-hmm. With a Great Dane is very slim. And if you're pro-gun, carry. Next. Avi says, hi, everyone. Hey, hey Avi. Nice talking to you today, buddy. Tyrone, hello. I hope all is well. Hi, hey, Tyrone. Things are fantastic. Abdiel said, RFK triggers me to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Eric B, we did rattlesnake avoidance training yesterday, and it seemed like the e-collar worked at lower levels when it was directly in the middle of the throat versus the side of the neck. Do you recommend this? Um, no, I don't. I don't. I'm surprised that they did that with rattlesnake training. Isn't that all high level anyway? Yeah. You're just not really looking for lower yeah. levels. They're not looking for lower levels. But if that's if that is their system, and if it's a reputable rattlesnake avoidance company. And that's what they do, and it works. And they've got a track record of it working in the wild with real rattlesnakes. Um, well, then there you go. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's two mu- two sets of muscles right there. So, so this is the thing. Ninety nine percent of the time, we use remote collars in actual training. We're actually not creating discomfort. So we don't want it to create discomfort. Now, when you're trying to break aggression, high-level leash reactivity, um, uh, excessive barking, whining, you can go up to higher levels a lot of the time. Whining, you're up and down the dial. You never know what's going to be the most effective. But most of the time, you don't want um, that much uh discomfort because in the way the reason why i'm saying discomfort in the middle of the throat is because with rattlesnake avoidance training it's it's supposed to be massively um uncomfortable and painful to the dog that's how rattlesnake avoidance training um is done there's people out there that are advertising you know force free rattlesnake that's a scam that is a scam it's like, no, your dog, your dog should be scared. Okay. People always say, don't train with fear. Don't train with pain. Your dog should be scared shitless about approaching a, a rattlesnake. And if the dog does approach the rattlesnake, 
your dog should feel large amounts of discomfort. Like we're talking about your dog dying. That's a huge issue. You will end up possibly with either a dead dog if the venom is not dispersed in the bite, just dealing with the bite still costs lots of money. And you don't know until you actually get to the vet, which when you're in the middle of nowhere, backpacking, hiking, on horseback, walking away from your vehicle, how far from town are you? You're putting your dog's life in your own, you know, at risk and massive risk. So, and people can disagree as many do, but when you talk to people that actually live in rattlesnake country, they're like, oh no, this is serious business. In fact, one of the reasons why um, eCow came about was to stop your dog from approaching rattlesnake for people um, on horseback where their dogs would go out with them. That was one of the reasons why. It's funny because we talked to a rattlesnake wrangler a while ago. Not that long, not that oh, while ago. We're ranting tonight. And um, the rattlesnakes have evolved into not rattling because that gets them shot. Imagine that. A rattlesnake going, man, Fred, Sam, Russ. I don't think they think like that. They all got killed. I think it's the ones without rattles are surviving to reproduce. That's how evolution Well, they have is. rattles. They're just not rattling them rattles. Oh. Yeah. They're Damn, that, yeah. that's a sneaky snake. So that's what I mean. Sneaky it's like snake. they must have rattled and they got shot. I thought they just so, didn't have rattles. No, no, they're not rattling. Interesting. Yeah. Brittany, I am going to have to set them up in my office with a camera. Yep, that's mm -hmm. how you do it. Jazzy Pet says, hey, everyone. Hey, hey Jazzy Pet. Hey, Bully Strong. I think I'm getting popular. I train dogs for free to save them from being surrendered with great success. I'm now getting hate mail from rescues and behaviorists in my community. It's three people causing a lot of damage. It's painful. I'll get over it. Well, Bully Strong, if you want to talk about it... Um... We can talk about it. And if you, so you're saving dogs from being surrendered. And, and, and as far as those three people, if it's three people that are, if it's three people, okay, so this is what you can do. If it's only three people, what you do, first of all, is you you print out the, the hate mail and you make it public for everybody to see. Then what I would do is I would personally... You, you can do this if you want to. I wouldn't do something like this. I'm just too busy and maybe you're too busy. But if you want to, you could ask, um, you can go to the rescue that these people work at, ask to speak to the director, the executive director of the rescue. All right, of the rescue. And you can put the hate mail right on their, right on their, um, right in front of them and say, I received this from one of your staff or one of your volunteers. And I want you to know what they're doing and I'd like it to stop. And if it doesn't stop, I've got a, I've got various options that are open to me to make it stop. 
I would prefer though that you talk to this person and had it stopped. Now, back in the old days, you would just punch them in the face. But you can't do that. So you go to the next option. But this is classic bullying. Classic bullying. Next. Um, short stacks and maybe a dumb question. Do both male and female snakes rattle? I don't know. I know nothing. Well, I don't know much about rattles. One said yes, both sexes do. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Chances are the female ones rattle louder. Probably. Yeah. Temperamental. Yeah. They're yelling, scream a lot. Probably bite harder too. <laughs> Probably. Snuggle yeah. buns says, "Hey everyone." Yeah. Hey snuggle buns. Hey. Tyrone, what's your technique for removing a dog from a crate? Um, you've got a couple of options. What you want to do, Tyrone, is. Um, you do, as soon as the dog comes in, we've shown this hundreds of times on video. Um, we just did it um, last week, I believe, actually, um, with the dog, um, Frenchie. We do crate drills, so the dog learns to go in and out of the crate on command, come out on command, and they're on leash. Everything's done on leash. So all your basic training should be on leash. And um, you can keep a, a leash on a dog for um, until if, if you know it's not going to come out. Now, if it doesn't come out and it's not a biting dog, you can just get a slip lead, reach in there and put a slip lead on the dog. Now, some non-biting dogs become biting dogs by doing that, by reaching in. So you have to be very, very careful and be able to read dogs very, very well. You can also pick up the back of the crate, tilt it, and gravity does work. And the dog comes out. Um, you can do that option as well. But the, be the, the best option is your crate protocols. You're teaching your dog how to kennel up on command and how to come out on command. And that's the first exercise we do, actually, when a dog comes into the facility or we're working, we're working with a dog. It's part of our leadership protocols, one of our, one of our many leadership protocols. Next. Destiny, very excited to see the Chaos to Control course. Reminded me of a client's too many schnauzers. They do that amped up, high-pitched barking yep, yep. nonstop for 25-plus minutes when people enter the home and they don't think it's a problem. Blows yeah. my mind. Do you have the video that I can put up? Right now? Yeah. It's on my computer. I just don't know how. Okay, on Wednesday show. Get it to me on Wednesday for Wednesday show. I'll queue it up. Okay. Speaking of the course, if people want to buy the Chaos to Control course, um, it might be actually, I don't know if Tony added it right here to the website. Yeah, we can show it here. Okay. Can share this screen. So it's shared. So wait, don't touch anything else. Go back to, um, can I just do that? Yeah. Sorry, we're sharing it. Sorry, I um, spilled an entire cup of coffee on Jeff's MacBook Pro today. Well, it was more than a cup. It was a, a whole. It was a, it was a glass. Dude, imagine the Dunkin' Donuts. Lodge. I'm literally the worst person ever. No, you're not the worst so person. We're waiting on his computer to get fixed. Was I upset? Thank God for Apple Care Plus. Was I upset? No, because okay. if the tables were turned, I probably would have like flipped the fuck out yeah. on you, even though it was an accident. But I wasn't upset. I felt so bad. Did I say anything at all? I was like, oh, no. I just cleaned God. up the coffee. I couldn't believe I did. I cleaned that. up the coffee and I continued on. Oh, and then so I now went, we're sharing a computer. And I drove down to the um, Apple store and gave it to them. And I say, here. He probably said, yeah, this bitch, Joelle, dumped a whole cup of coffee. Whoa, whoa, whoa. On my computer. Those words never would come out of my mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm being serious. 
What you're going to do is go to Solid Canine Academy. Okay, Solid Canine Academy. Let's back this up here. Back it up. Back it up. Beep, 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 beep. Is this the screen that's sharing, though? I think this is the one you're supposed to be on. Wait, did you just open this up? Yeah. My apologies. This one. Okay. So you're going to go to Solid Canine Academy. Go to Solid Canine Academy, and you'll see this. That takes okay. you to Green Graduate, though. Make sure you go to I know. Oh, okay. Honey, I know. And then you're going to go to Courses and Services. You're going to List of All the Courses. Good. I'm so glad Tony added the video. And then you're going to Chaos and Control right here. And when you're in Chaos and Control, you're going to go to Learn More. Now, these are the dogs that we're using. All right. We're going to have other. This is just coming. The, the, the owner is still inside of her house. She's like coming out her front door. She's, she's coming out of her street. She's coming out of her front door. This is her driveway. This is her front, you know, uh, patio. Patio. And then right behind these trees is the sidewalk. Is the sidewalk. Okay. Uh, is there no. <laughs> I hope that's not on the video. What? That, that audio. No, that's us oh, talking Oh, that's right from now. Rumble. Oh, Rumble. Rumble. Rumble's back. Yeah. Okay. So, so play this. But anyway, to get the course. Click start learning. Start learning. And there it is. And this is going to go up to 197 very shortly. You know what the cool thing about buying courses from us are? Once you buy one course in the same purchase, look at this. Half price, 30-minute council, almost half price. Green to graduate part one, half price. Green to graduate bumps. part two. Order bumps. Order bumps, okay. So that's how you do it. We'll go back to here, and then we change the screen to the picture. Okay, we're back. And you have to, and you have yes. To I got it. All right, everybody. How long do e-collars usually last? The one I have for Nix, the collar attachment gave out, but my remote still works. Wondering if I should get a full set or just the new collar attachment. I've had the collar for a few years now since I found you guys. Oh, good. Yeah, that's about normal. So what you can do is um, just order a new attachment, and then you can sync up. Well, actually, you have to tell them the model number to make sure you don't have a really old one. Make sure you can then you can sync up the new neck piece with the handset. Now the old old ones couldn't do that. It looks exactly the same. So I'm not quite sure um how old yours is. Um Brittany, before the correction in the window, do I yell no for my office or just crack? That's a good question. Ideally you, you would turn tone into your no marker if you decide to. So tone and then shock. Or you can just make the windows hot. Yeah, that's what I would do. And that's what we would that do. They don't need any verbal markers. Yep. Like, just stay away from the window. We would just make the windows hot. We would just make the windows hot. Debbie, client with extreme fear and a four-month-old Afghan. Dog will suddenly scream in various odd scenarios. Has a blank look on its face most of the time. Not normal puppy behavior. Hmm. Um, we've seen a few dogs that just irrationally scream for either no reason or for 
you put a slipping around its head just to take it out to potty. We see this with Shiba Inus a lot. Um, and they just scream like they were being killed. But that blank look on the face while the screaming is going on, that's above my pay grade and might be going into the whole No, I think it just says veterinary. blank look most of the time. I don't think oh. that's while it's screaming. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I mean, I would think that'd be a behavior, but I guess we have to wait to see how that evolves. Next. Pat, hey guys, did your green new graduate course with you and worked your fearful dog course by myself? Nice. My 14 month old GST cross is still spooking at certain loud noises and situations. Mm, right. So you might need a one on one. You know, it's possible that there might be some owner, um, uh, just, just you didn't do something right or you missed a step. Or also keep in mind, you know, a lot of dogs, fearful dogs, make progress, but they don't make enough progress keep in mind yeah. just, just we have to really keep that in mind i mean you know a buddy of mine is a canine handler for navy seals and he goes overseas and purchases dogs for military for police and for protection he purchases them from people that breed just for those applications um, there's a lot of people also that do sport dogs. They pick their dog that they want, usually from a very young age. And a lot of the dogs are just not set up for, say, like there's a big difference between Navy SEAL work and regular military work. And then there's, and then also police work. There's different states levels, and then there's and then sport work. Um, so, just because you had a fearful dog, that doesn't make going to turn it all of a sudden into a totally solid dog. I think it's important for folks to understand. Um, and same with I've had a lot of German shepherds during my career, and I've had some really really solid ones, and then I've had some that were a little bit nervy, and then we see extremely nervy ones mm -hmm. and the ones that are extremely nervy are most likely never going to be like the solid ones yes. right now. Yep. <laughs> cuddling up with a pillow mm -hmm. and deal says way to hold it together jeff <laughs> after was, i spilled what? coffee oh. all over your computer well no i mean it's it's i'm a rational person it's Totally an accident. Yeah. I felt so yeah, bad. Yeah, I'm a rational person. I, oh plus, God, please tell me he has Apple Care. Yeah, I'm a rational. I'm a rational person. Uh, I mean, I mean, the biggest inconvenience is Joelle was going out of town this week, um, and then we're also sharing a laptop, um, and I don't, you know, all my passwords are auto-populated, you know. So I mean, but I mean, in in life, in life, I've learned. Um, I mean, I'm 57 years old. Um, there's, you know, a, com a popular saying, don't sweat the small stuff. And that's like small stuff. It just, it just is. You can keep my computer this week. Oh, thank you. I'll use my sister's or something. We'll see. We'll see what pans out. Ben, my dog just 
over a year old who is previously friendly has started to growl new people and people he has met previously. Mm -hmm. yep. What is the best way to stop this behavior before escalating? So yeah, it's not, that's not uncommon at a year old. I mean, we get a lot of dogs that are six to eight to nine months old and all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, my dog is growling. And then, or my dog's even biting. Um, so what you do is, number one, we have got a baseline course called Green to Graduate, which does not stop growling. But how well trained is this dog and has it ever been held accountable on non-compliance of a known command? Now to stop actual growling, it's gonna be no and then apply your punisher. Now what a lot of people are gonna tell you is that, that that will make it worse. And in 20 years, for some weird reason, all we're seeing is it go away. So anytime you have a behavior, that now you have to know how to apply your punisher. And there's different ways you can do it. But, you know, a remote collar, a bonker works great. Bonker is just a cotton towel. That works great. But there has to be a negative consequence preceded by the word no to stop a behavior that you don't like. And it's, it's, this is across the board in all unwanted behaviors. So, so the dog absolutely positively knows a downstay and it breaks. No consequence, negative consequence. The dog is jumping up on people. No big consequence. Growling at people. No. Oh. A dog that has the habit of biting people when it's in the loading stage. No consequence. So, you know, I think it's important that people understand you've got two options. You've got yes and no, and ignoring it is a yes. Next. Um, let's see. Rebecca says, hey, J&J, &J, hope you both are well. Yeah, hey, we're Rebecca. doing extremely well, actually. Thank you for asking. 321 and me. Whoa, rattlesnakes are going in stealth mode. Oh, yeah. I think they push a button. Maybe. They push this button. It's hidden in their cheek. I don't know. Do they, I feel like, do they always just sit there rattling, though? I feel like most snakes are just like. No, no. They're just quiet. No. They, 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 don't, they don't rattle. Just, they, they. They rattle because they... They're warning you. They don't. They actually rattle because they don't want to bite. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like all, the, like all these people who are saying rattlesnakes are not rattling, it's like maybe they just are hanging out. They're like, whatever. I'm not that threatened, I guess. Why are they biting then? Who says they're biting? Maybe these people are just approaching and they're like, the rattlesnake's not rattling. I think someone... Did a, some sort of study. <laughs> Robert says in Arizona we are training for rattlers and Sonoran desert toads. Both can kill a dog. Yep. I think we have some poisonous toad here too. Oh, really? In Florida, yeah. Oh, really? If a dog even licks it, like they're done. Was well, that the one that these teenagers are like sucking their ass? Ew, I don't know. Yeah. Ew. You never heard about that? No. Oh yeah. Gila monsters. Yeah, inhaling ass toad ass. Oh, yeah. Training has to be absolute. I watched a wolf train a pup in the wild not to approach a porcupine. That mother let the pup get close and then mopped the forest floor with that pup. That pup never approached again. Porcupines yep. can kill wolves. The qu small quills can get in the nose and work down to the lungs. Yep. Cannot be force-free. We all wish it could. Life is at stake. Yeah. There is no such thing as force-free. 
it is a scam. It is a big money-making scam. It is a cash cow. And it gets you no results. Next. Um, Abdiel said, I know that every dog requires different levels on the e-collar for corrections, but what's a good level to make it suck? I'm always terrified to go too high, but I feel like I'm not correcting high enough. You're just so, who is that, Abdiel? Mm-hmm. Abdiel, you just contradicted yourself. Read the last sentence. I'm terrified to go too high, but I feel as if I'm not correcting high enough. Right. Yeah. You just, you just contradicted. You just answered your own question. Your own question. You answered your own question. The dog will tell you. Right. So what's the right level? Well, I, there is no anybody that is that, that comes across as the is the the gatekeeper of remote cower levels is an ego statement. Like there there are so many factors. We have dogs that work at a ten and below, ten and below. They blow through a hundred in drive. Think about that. We have dogs that don't care about 100. They just don't care. They don't care at all. And it's not the breed. It's just the dog. So what I would do is pay attention to the dog. Is your dog stopping the unwanted behavior? Was it a meaningful punisher to your dog? We have dogs that blow through 100 on the e-cower and crumble when it comes to a spray bottle. Water, a squirt of water will shut down the behavior where massive discomfort did not. We have other dogs that if you spray them with a spray bottle, they'll attack you. Oh yeah. They'll attack you. So, you know, I mean, that's where the troubleshooting component of dog training comes in. Next. Haley's comment, cattle dog that likes to play tug with a leash when taken off. Corrected using the bonker, but that only stops it for about a week before I have to bonk again. Should I move to e-collar? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Cattle dog doesn't give a shit. Yeah. E-collar or a stockyard whip on the ass. Yeah. Double tap to the butt. Boom, boom. You have someone else do it for you. So that's common. It's common for dogs that like to jump up and grab the leash while you're walking. Mm-hmm. What you do is you have, if you look up stockyard whip, tractor supply sells them. Um, and what you have someone to do is they walk like a couple of meters behind you. And when the dog does that, the bat person takes the stockyard whip and just goes. So again, oh my God, Jeff says to whip the dog. To what? Teach a reliable sit? No. To teach it down? No. To stop a potentially dangerous behavior because dogs sometimes work their way up the leash until they hit skin. So we've seen that, you know, too many times. So, yep, that'll stop it. Have deal. I purchased the console, Jeff, when signing up for chaos to calm best deal ever. Thanks. Abdiel also said, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like, to, and, I, and, I, and I say this, I'm really trying to get owners to think for themselves too. I don't, this is the thing. Not too many people will be worried about giving their dog too many treats and they become overweight, which causes health problems, which can kill them or end up with high vet bills or un, or surgery that could have been pre- prevented. Nobody's like, oh, am I giving too many treats? Am I re- rewarding too much? 
But when it comes to the punitive side, they're worried about hurting their dog. And I get it. Nobody should want to hurt their dog. I don't want to hurt your dog. I don't want to hurt my dogs. But we're not seeing dogs hurt. We are seeing dogs feel discomfort slash pain, but we're not seeing them hurt. Breaking a leg hurts. You know, getting your, 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 your foot slammed in a car door hurts. A dog getting its paw stuck in a kennel as it comes out hurts. A remote collar is, can, can be painful, but I wouldn't say, when you say hurts, I'm thinking longer than a couple of seconds of discomfort. Next. Sharice, are you taking aggressive dogs now for training, dog aggression? Oh, yeah, of course. We always have. Well, when, no, no, when we first moved down here, oh, right. we before we opened up the center, Joel and I were not having aggressive dogs in the house. But now at the center, we are. Yeah, we just got a... Um, aggressive dog in um last night last night it came down i'll put that video up it came, it came wow. in from um uh we, we did we did a live today with it yeah but she didn't look aggressive i have a video of her actually like oh. being kind of nasty yeah um where's she from philadelphia or Pennsylvania, something yeah she's been on a transport yeah we a lot of dogs from out of state now yeah yep, next Ben said he's currently e-collar trained and his place duration is pretty solid. The dog that's growling at people. Oh yeah. So, so no, no, no amount of obedience is going to stop it. So oh, we really did talk about obedience. Yeah. So just do some consequential stuff for the growling. That's all. Toronto's, Toronto's power dangers. I've been training dogs for years and I can't tell you how much I love the fact that someone showed me your page. There are very little dog trainers that tell the truth about dog training. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, Toronto's, um, uh, the issue is, agreed, first of all, agreed. The issue is, um, I can become very unpopular. I have be I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been podcasting, for a radio show I'm podcasting for 16. And you become very unpopular very quickly. But I also become popular in certain circles that people actually want results. But to the masses... I'm definitely pushing away a large percentage of people that could uh, we could have as an audience. And I'm pushing away a large percentage of people that we could monetize through selling of courses, booking training sessions, um, even though um, you, you might have an easy dog, which would be primarily rewards. Um, we did a, a thing today. We made a video. Did you put that video up yet? Of the uh, nine seconds of... Uh, I'm doing multiple one-minute videos. Okay. So it's going to be like a series. Okay, got it. Got it. go on YouTube Shorts or something. Got it. Um, and then you're in the, but wait, are you doing that just for me or are you doing it for also for, what do you for mean? Instagram? Don't do that just for me. I'm doing it just for you. Oh, I thought you were putting the whole thing. Is the whole thing going to be up on Instagram, though? It's a long version? Um, I can. Yeah, I think that would be, that'd be very informative to people. Okay. I, think, I think it just would show people the perspective mm -hmm. of, like, like yeah. So, 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 so the thing is that people are just afraid of speaking the truth. They're afraid of showing their work. And um, I'm just going to just tell it like it is. You know, I, I'm not the one that's creating this stuff. 
I'm just the one that's doing this stuff. So, Karen, can you tell me which course would be most effective for food aggression, aggression towards a newer mm -hmm. puppy? We'll share everything except breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Would your resource guarding class be effective? Yep. Yeah, so it's, They're it's, eating separately, but I would like to not worry about dropping kibble on the floor. Any yep. advice? Yep. So you do the resource guarding course. That'll be good for you. And then you're going to set up, though, Karen, the dropping of food. But your dogs should be eating separately, yeah, I would say. they should be. That's just standard protocol. Yeah. Because not just even, even not for resource guarding, just for weight management. Mm -hmm. Just for weight just management. One that's a food stealer. And yeah. Or one that eats slow, yeah, one that eats slow and walks away from its food because it's satisfied. Mm -hmm. And the other one that comes in and cleans up its food. And you're like, oh, I guess that I should keep feeding them both two cups. Meanwhile, one of them is only eating one cup a day and the other one's eating three cups. And then you end up with a dog that's overweight, um, and you're wondering why. Next. Um, good as gold. Hey, Jane J. So nice to see you. Charlotte is doing amazing with her remote, and I'm still working with Green to Graduate. Awesome. 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 I'm wondering what you guys think about Fast Cat. I think it's a fun sport. I think, well, it's, a I think it's a fun sport. If she has the prey drive for it. Yeah. Sure. Yep. And some people are like, oh, that'll make the dog chase prey. And I'm like, no, you can stop that because Fast Cat is a game. It's an activity. It's an activity like dock diving. So you can have a you can own a dog that loves to dock dive, but you can also then walk your dog by a body of water with docks. So imagine you lived in Bradenton on Emory Island on one of the side streets. There are docks at every house. Let's say you walk through everybody's backyard, which you really can't do because of fencing. But let's say there was no fencing there and there was just a bunch of docks there. You could walk down past 20 docks and your dog would not just go running and jumping off the dock. Even if there was birds of prey in the water. Because it's a, you can turn it into a command. You can turn it on and you can turn it off. Like our dogs love our pool, but they don't go in without permission. They don't just jump in the they pool. They don't just jump in whenever they but want. But they will jump in the pool. They love going in the ocean, but they won't go in the ocean until we tell them to go in the ocean. So we can walk down the beach. And, and keep they, them out of the water. And they stay out of the water. And it's not like we're always saying, leave it, leave it, leave it. They just stay out of the water. Um, you can have someone do sport work, which is bite work. And every person that wears a North Face puffy jacket is not getting bit that you walk by. Yes. Um, Toronto said, I respect y'all and hope you encourage more dog trainers to stop sugarcoating. Um, um, you know, this is the thing, Toronto. Um, did you ever see that movie, Man from Toronto? Mm. with Kevin Hart. It's a guy watched that on the airplane. I watched that on the airplane, yeah. I remember yeah. watching. You watch all these stupid movies on airplanes. Um, you have nothing else to do. When you, when you have an 11-hour flight to Greece, it's like, well, we're going to rack up some movies on this one. Yeah. Um, so um, I think a lot of people have tried and then stopped because they couldn't handle the pushback. They could not handle the pushback. The social media pressure is huge. And then, then that's just on social media. Then you get, you know, phone calls, emails, um, uh, people contacting all your clients. 
um, uh, uh, you get a lot of, you get a lot of stuff. You get a lot of stuff. So there's a lot of cancel culture. People, people go to extremes, to extreme levels to shut you up. They did what they've done it with me. They've done it with people that I know. They're doing it with trainers right now as we speak. They're doing it with trainers right now. Yeah. They don't stop. That's they don't. Their, that's their, their, their full time job. That's their full time job. Next. Jody, hello. So my dog listens to commands when it's just me in the house. The second I get company yep. or she gets overstimulated, doesn't listen to a thing I say. How to yep. practice. It's funny because we get a video that is sort of like Literally that today. about this dog. Yeah. yeah. So what you do is if your dog is absolutely positively fully trained, and, and the Green to Graduate course will walk you through all this stuff, by the way. So it's called Green to Graduate. Your dog is absolutely positively fully trained. It knows what down is. So here's a great example. Your dog, when you say down, your dog goes right into a down. When you, it's just you and the dog every time. So we know your dog knows the command. Now, when there's people over your house, and you say down, and your dog looks at you or doesn't look at you, like, duh, I'm, I don't, I'm, I've gone deaf. Then you have to say no, and you apply your punisher for non-compliance of a known command. And the easiest one is if you have a leash on the, you set it up. You have a leash on the dog with a prong collar, say no, give a firm leash pop. A lot of times the dog will just go right into the command or you help it out at the beginning. Eventually, you don't help it out at all. You just like expect the dog to do that. You can also transfer that to the remote collar. And again, we show how to properly apply a punisher with a remote collar for non-compliance of a known command and obedience. So the, the phrase non-compliance of a known command is what your dog is doing and there is actually we teach how to get your dog over that it's pretty common obviously obviously so you're not alone it's extremely common the goal is for your dog to listen in all situations even when it's afraid of something even when it's afraid of something so your dog is afraid of thunderstorms well send your dog to bed, have it lie down. It's like, I'm too afraid to even move. We train dogs to actually, that, that's the other theory about not working your dog above threshold. If you don't work your dog above threshold, all right, if you don't work your dog above threshold, then what happens is your dog won't perform um, above threshold. And it's funny because a, um, colleague of mine is an NCAA coach for women's athletics. And what's happening now in women's sports, other than unfortunately men uh, getting into it, um, is coaches are being reported. Um, parents are complaining. Students are complaining that the training is too difficult. And they're filing complaints against the coaches for working the students too hard. Now, I did athletics. I was a triathlon. I was a cross-country runner. I played soccer. I was in track and field. I did wrestling. So I understand the concept of um, working hard. So now what's happening is our sports teams in college athletics 
and now we we saw how terrible the women's soccer and the men's soccer team did, you know, this this, this past week. And what happens is when you train for mild, be expect to work through the hot stuff. I think that was one fact you said. Don't be expected to compete hot. Don't expect to compete hot. And that's what we're seeing right now in all of our educational systems, whether it's sports or academics. And we're also seeing that with dog training as well, is we're seeing owners shamed or not encouraged to work their dogs through difficult situations above threshold. And Mother Nature doesn't care about threshold at all. Mm-hmm. So why is it that I didn't get upset at Joel this morning for spilling 24 ounces of coffee? A gallon of coffee? Oh, no, 24 ounces all over my desk and my computer. Why? Why did that upset me? I don't know. Because I've trained. Uh... I have trained my brain and myself to not be bothered by that stuff. That's why. And there are other people that have got, you were upset with yourself, but you weren't yelling and screaming at yourself. You were upset with yourself. You're apologetic and thank you. Um, but I was just methodical. I'm like, well, that sucked. I said, we better, I mean, my biggest, my biggest reaction was to get towels to clean up. And then after that, I just, oh, laptop's not working. We took it to, I took it to the laptop um, fixer place. That's <laughs> quite a rant tommy's thrift house i'm going to set up a one-on-one with you but i've gotten my resource guarding dog into a state of avoidance with the e-collar awesome what's the next step it doesn't seem to stick the next time oh, the situation okay. comes up so so if you're doing if you taught your dog who's that tommy tommy, tommy, so tommy if you did the out protocol it's possible that your dog is outing physically but not mentally also your dog might be outing at low levels Let's increase the level to really instill it, to really instill it. So it's not a reminder. It's mandatory. Next. Pat, she's made a lot of progress, but I can't trust her off leash because of the bolting. I'll set something up. She's GSC, Australian cattle dog, border collie, bully breed, and about five others. Yeah. I mean, the breed doesn't really matter as much. Um, is this a recall question or was this? No, this is the dog that still spooks at loud noises. Oh, yeah. So, so, so in the fearful dog course, Vader, okay, before Vader came to us, Vader would be doing, he went to a cafe one time, one time. He's a Corso, one time. He was in a downstay. His owner had the leash wrapped around the table. Yeah. The busboy came up to deliver water because when you go to a breakfast place, they bring you water first, and then somebody comes by and takes your drink order, which is usually coffee and juice, and then they take your 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 your, your breakfast order. Vader got so spooked out of fear, not because he was surprised, bolted down the street with a table bouncing behind him. After boarding train, Vader goes to cafes now every day. We got Vader to 
understand the concept that fleeing when you're afraid is a non-negotiable. You cannot do it. She took the course, though. Yeah. So it's possible that you need more long line and higher e-cower consequences. I didn't drop that leash with Vader for a lot. A lot of trust has to be made. And we even but, told the owner, like, don't be in a rush to get this. But, off but Pat, don't be in a rush either. Yeah. But I want you to know that it's possible that you've got to work your dog at a higher level and then, and then work your dog through that confusion. Mm-hmm. Because when a dog is in fear, it's also confused a lot of the times when you're asking it to do something. And it's not pretty at all. It's not pretty work. Next. Alicia, hi, J&J. Hope you're both well. Any chance of a Greece podcast? My husband and I want to start traveling, but neither of us have really been international. Tips? Greece is on our list. Dude, I'd be so happy to do a Greece podcast. Are you kidding me? I'll talk about that all day. So um, I encourage you to international travel. It's so I don't know what you like. You gotta get to Europe. Do you want beaches? Do you want cities? Do you want museums? I only do beaches. So, so Joel wants beaches. If you guys want to know where the best beaches are in Greece, she'll let you know. Well, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, anywhere. So, but then there's like Greece has got a lot of islands. A lot of islands. And there's islands that you don't need to go to because. And it depends what you like. Like, I'm not a nightlife person. So, if you want clubbing, you go to Mykonos. You go to Mykonos, you go to Paros. Right. I wanted more like family friendly, laid back. So, like, it depends what you want. Yeah. It depends on what you want. Do your research. It's fun doing the research. Yeah. I have more fun, I think, planning trips, the anticipation of it. So on YouTube. Yeah, watch all the vlogs, watch all the influencers. There's so much on YouTube that you can you can look up. And And then Google Maps is great. Once you have sort of an idea of where you want to go, go to Google Maps and start zooming in and being like, okay, there's this cafe, there's that. Okay, what's in walking distance of my Airbnb? I'll literally look at the the fucking menu of restaurants and be like, would I eat there? Oh, is there a coffee shop within walking distance? Right. I will literally narrow down where I stay based now, on one thing, the neighborhood. One thing you didn't know. What? Is that Olga works at the beach that we went to every day. Olga's great. You didn't know that. So no. they don't tell you everything from the maps. Yeah. I got <laughs> so, her Instagram yeah, at least. Yeah, Olga's actually was, um, she took care of us every day. Every day. We were, we were, we were every day. We were, and then also go to Google Earth. This is how extreme I get. I should have a problem. Well, at least you're not going. I look, on, I look at the beaches on Google Earth to see how blue the water is. That's like my thing that I'm sort of embarrassed of and shouldn't admit. But what? I Why? Anyway, because that's how obsessive and OCD I am. If the beach doesn't look nice on Google Maps, I'm like, no. Fuck you it. will and actually I'll look at the reviews that people leave on the beach. Like, oh, there's a lot of seaweed. She, she actually does. Thought, We're not going. She there. actually does a seaweed search <laughs> on Google Earth. <laughs> she literally will. She will. She will straight Google Earth down to the beach. reviews. And she'll be like, no, no. Without forget the reviews for a second. I've seen you do this before. I've seen you do this. You'll be like, we're not going to that beach because look. There's seaweed. <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, well, but I will say in the island that we went to in Greece, and this is what a lot, a lot of the Mediterranean, but a lot of the Mediterranean is like this. It's bluer than blue is blue. The bluest, most it amazing. It is turquoise, water. like you wouldn't 
fucking believe. It's like Kool-Aid blue. We went to this one and clear. cave. You can see like 50 feet Which down. cave is that? Rena's cave. We went to Rena's cave, which so where you cool. have to you you jump off the boat, you snorkel into this cave, and you go into the cave, and there's a rock, and you get up. There's a lot of rocks, but you go onto the first rock and you sit on it. And there's a if you Angelo's gonna do the history of this cave on his podcast on uh, this weekend, and there is a like escape tunnel. In the way back of the cave, because the pirates came in and they trapped the people that were hiding in there and they had to go out and get out the escape tunnel. And there's light coming in. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of light coming in this dark cave. And you look at the water. When you go like this in the water. Can you guys see? Like it, it makes like this purple, like a purple. But it looks glow. like there's confetti. It's so weird. In the water. It's crazy. Yeah. I think I got some video of that on the GoPro. I yeah. have to go through that still. So. Yeah. Have you put up? Have you actually even put up any GoPro stuff yet? Just one reel. Yeah. Of like underwater shit. Yeah. We're just going on a tangent here. Taylor Ann, I have two Australian shepherds, mom and daughter. The daughter is very dependent on the mom, which I did expect. Need help with leash pulling for the mom and dependency for the daughter. So you should probably schedule one on one, but 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 leash pulling is we've got free videos. How to stop your dog from pulling on YouTube. You can get a dog to heal on a leash in about three minutes or less. As far as dependency, you need to start working them separate, putting them in place separate, sleeping like in separate crates, having one hold the command while you work the other one. Um, that's, that's a start. That's a start. Next. All right, let's see. Wow, we have a lot of questions tonight. Um, sky's the limit. What do you think about spray bottles as corrections? I've heard they can make the dog fearful of water. I've used the bonker. Dog's not afraid of the towel. Just curious. So I've never seen a dog become... Okay, let's, let's scale this first of all. Let's scale this. If you're using a spray bottle as your punisher... The word no is said prior, and then punisher is applied. We use bonkers, and you mentioned you use a bonker. I can, t- and all it is is a rolled up cotton towel. I can take that towel and wave it around, and my dogs don't flinch. Now, if I said no and picked it up, it's a different situation. I can also throw the bonker and have my dogs go fetch it but if i say no the last thing they will do is fetch it because i'm about to apply a punisher you can have a dog sprayed with a spray bottle with the word no but theoretically just be by the act of you picking up the spray bottle the dog shouldn't be afraid of the spray bottle now should the dog be afraid of no the bonk? Yes. No the picking up? Yes. This there we've been we've social media has made it so using fear is bad. Fear is a powerful motivator. And it is a wonderful way to have a dog stop at a lot of behavior. Next. 
Sam said, Joelle's seaweed search is my jellyfish search. Seaweed doesn't sting the heck out of you, LOL. Yeah. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. I don't like yeah. it. Joelle's got texture issues. Tommy said, okay, thank you. I do. Yeah. Um, Abdul said, ha, ask how many people who are on here if they Google Earth places. I bet almost everyone does. I know I do. Yeah. I know. I think I just take it to like a whole new level, though. I get enjoyment out of it. I really do. Mm-hmm. I'll tr- I'll plan all your trips for you. <laughs> Just let me know what you like. Ben, should I set it up or wait for him to do it again? He only gets like that when people try to approach us or someone comes over. On walks, he doesn't care whatsoever about people walking by. Right, right, because you're in motion. You're in work mode. Um, set it up. We set up. We set up all our unwanted behaviors. Yep. Next. Jazzy Pets, my 10-year-old Husky Mix does not seem to like my father-in-law because he tries to nip at him every time he tries to pet him. Is there a way to stop this or not, or not allow him to pet my dog anymore? So, you know, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, you could stop it, but then you could also, um, if he's the only one that he nips at, you might want to just be a little bit lazy and just say, you know, I was just going on a rant about laziness and just like, just don't pet the dog, Dad. But you can just say, um, the, the dog is petting, I mean, your father-in-law is petting, and then um, the dog goes to nip, and then you um, say no, and then you correct. What you can also do is you can do a clicker protocol where your father-in-law pets for like one second, click reward, one second, click reward, two seconds, click reward, two seconds, click reward. Work your way up, work your way up, work your way up. So make the act of petting a good thing. And then if there's any nipping, it would be no and then correction. So you're not just training what you want. You have to also correct what you don't want. Next. I'm surprised you didn't make a joke there. Because you know damn well if that was mother-in-law, you would have cracked some joke. Dogs biting the mother-in-law. But because it's father-in-law, I was waiting for a joke. You told me to stop making jokes on the show, though. Oh, oh now you listen? Now? You give me such a hard time about making jokes. Oh, bullshit. Oh, my gosh. Monica, there really is no right level. My own dog, depending on... I can feel your facial expression. <laughs> Cut the shit. <laughs> depending on what we're doing, that's the level we're at. If he doesn't heal, he will get corrected with a 15. If he's about to reach a dog or a person, he won't respond to 15, more like 30. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Constance, how did the rest of the day go with the new intake? Were you able to get off the couch without an attack? Yeah, I role played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, role played it. Yeah, dog, dog, dog's fine for now. It's just like in her kennel; she guards the kennel for sure. Like yeah. when she's been in there for definitely, a bit. definitely is aggressive dog. Sharice, cane toad, that's it. Very popular in Southwest Florida. If a dog gets the smallest drop of poison, they can die within thirty minutes. Dog wow. needs immediate treatment. Yes, that's, that's scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. Avi, thanks for the support today. I appreciate it. I needed the confidence boost. Oh, my pleasure, Avi. Brittany, did you guys end up teaming up with a transport company yet? No, no, we need to though. No. Alicia, my neighbor. We should ask who the folks. I know they seem like a pretty good company. We should ask who they are. They had hay in there and everything. We should, we should, we should, we should ask who they are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll talk to uh, the owner. Alicia, my neighbor wants to stop the dog from fence fights. Set up correcting and loading phase. Um, trouble she ordered an e-collar. The dog loads on the neighbor dog who also barks. What you can do is wait till the dog's actually running back and forth and correct. And the next time, correct when the dog approaches the fence. Next. Julie, trying to help a friend with a four-pound Yorkie. Vet told her no to flat or martingale on the neck. 
because she's already had trachea problems. Okay. Her neck is too small for a prong. What do you suggest? Um, I mean, you can use a harness. A four-pound Yorkie. You can use a harness. Yeah, I mean, you can use a harness. You can do all reward-based training. At least start with that. At least start with that. And then stop your wants and behaviors. You can use a squirt bottle. Use a bonker. Yep. Bonker, obviously, can be small. Holy shit. It's already 8.04. We have so many questions. Let's ask a couple more. Robin, hi guys. I've been doing a lot of directional changes. She has stopped pulling. Great feeling. Awesome. Good. Um, Kim said, plant corn, you get corn. Yep. Avi, don't cry over spilled coffee. Just move on. Yep. It's true. Emily, I'm not sure who will get to me, but someone I know is rehoming a four-year-old golden from marking in the house. Yep. He's with a litter mate, but they're under the impression he needs to be in a home with no other dogs. Yep. They've tried everything. Curious what you would do. Um... Stop the dog well, they've tried everything that they know, um, but have they corrected the dog for marking? So they just sit and watch with it through a camera, have a knee cower on the dog, wait till the dog goes to mark, and then correct. That would be my first. That would be, be my first thing I would do. Next, Kirsten, I'm just starting my training journey. Oh, hey, Kirsten, I think you're, you've popped up on our little chat bubbles here and there. Oh. One of my dogs gets stubborn and lays down during training. I've been making her stand up and continue, but I'm not sure if that's the right way to proceed. Well, the other, the, Kirsten, just to ask yourself this. Well, first of all, if it was 102 degrees outside, like it was in Florida, and you're out there for half an hour, 45 minutes an hour, I can see the dog possibly doing that and, and then saying, well, I guess we're, I, I worked my dog too long. But if the dog is, if, it, if it's relatively climate controlled, and the dog is doing it, and you really feel like it's an objection, you got two options. Every time your dog doesn't want to do anything and it objects, it does that behavior. So by not doing something, you're reinforcing it. Or what you do is you're like, we're moving. Get up. And just yeah, instead, of getting, instead of getting it to stand up, just move. Like, just with a leash. Move. Oh, no, you're working. And I would just say, oh, you think that was a lot of work? She's saying, I'm making her stand up and continue. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would be like, oh, you think that was a lot of work? Oh, we're going double. Yeah. I mean, is it working? Yeah. That's really the question. Yeah. Like, I remember from cross country, I'm talking, and the coach would be like, um, we'd be doing stairs. It's like, damn, that those stairs were hard. They're like, they were? Oh, good. We'll do 20 more. Mm-hmm. You should have said they were hard. Next. Alicia, Beaches, and I'm a big history buff. Oh, Greece is incredible. So much history. Yeah, I mean, Europe is incredible. So much food that you can eat and doesn't make you sick. Yeah, we, we saw shit in Greece. It was 3,000 BC. Crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. Yeah. Um, Monica, I fucking love Joel. I do a Google Earth search, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Come on, you're only going there once, most likely. Yeah. You better be freaking yeah. good. Because yeah. you know what's nothing worse than a shitty trip, and you're like, yep. damn, I could have lived my life, saved money, and happily not come here. Yep, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one Mexico trip we took, never yeah. go back. Yeah. Australia tuning in on holiday in Malaysia, JW. Oh, nice. Wow. So you know what, you know what the native language in Malaysia is? No. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Harry. Malaysia's on the list. Joel, that could be a new side hustle. OCD trip planner. I honestly <laughs> debated it. That's like, 
it is one of my long-term goals. I want to start like a travel company for single women who are afraid to travel solo. I want to set up trips where we can all go. Me and Rosie actually want to host them. So if you follow my Instagram and you know, Rosie, we're a good time. We would have the most fun travel itineraries. That is a long-term goal of ours. So just FYI, keep that bug in your ear. $2 from Sam Davis. How do you avoid redirection when correcting for nipping or biting? Oh, that's a hard one. Muzzle up the dog. Dominant dog collar. Dog goes up in the air. Remote collar gets activated. Next. Um, Daniel Brown. <laughs> Daniel. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I want to know how to pop the dog for barking at people. A leash pop. So you just leash, pop. leash pop. I show that in a lot of my videos. Yeah. Just a leash pop. Yeah. All right. Last one. Julie said, thank you. You're welcome. I think that's all the questions. Oh, Abdiel says, what's a strategy for double down? I've got a video on it. We have a video on it, an official YouTube video, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we have an official video on it. It's all done at low levels. Depending on, I don't know what courses you have, Abdiel, but we've definitely gone over it in some courses. Mm. Definitely Fearful Dog course if you're in there. Mm. Pretty sure Green New Graduate too. We can definitely teach it in there. Yeah. So it's in a couple of the courses. Yeah. But it's also on YouTube. You just have to search for it on YouTube. All right. I think that's everything. Mm. That's all the questions. You said we had a lot. Okay. No, we got through them. Oh, awesome. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Thank you all for tuning in. And um, Can you do that one up there and I'll end this one? Yep. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.